Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think any rule that makes someone say, you can't call that in the last minute, we just make a note. Because that's a rule we should just get rid of. We don't need the rule if you don't need it in the last minute. Mm-hmm. Just add that. Okay. Check it off. Get rid of it. False start. Not in the last minute. It's done. See, it's right. done. Start whenever you okay, want. Okay. So I was trying to think of how you could tweak the rules so that we didn't get a bunch of unintended consequences, which can't happen. I know that's impossible. Sure. Right. If okay. you change a rule... You're basically making another absurdity down the line. Yeah. yeah. Right? But, but, and, and there's one with mine. What if no kickers in the last four minutes? Can you play, play this out? Play this out with me. There is an absurdity here. Is it, okay? is it no kickers so or is it no kicking plays? No field goals. Okay. Okay. So field goals. Take, so you're allowed to kick off. So we don't yes. get stuck in a situation where everyone's just standing there. <laughs> no, we don't. You don't delete the code Madden so uh-huh. that you know the game's just guys doing this. Delay of game all the way back to the one, and no one knows how to do anything about it. Yeah. No. Are you are you allowed to punt? You're allowed to punt. Okay. okay. So so in that case, you, you could kick off uh, via drop kick then. Yeah. 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 So just no field goal specifically is what we're getting rid of. If you're tired. In the tired. last what stretch did you say? Last two minutes? Uh, you said four. Which, four. Wow. You went okay. big. I, Why well, not the well, last no, that was a, no, there was a, there was a reason for that. I hope you're not that. down by there, two, fucker. <laughs> no, there, there was a reason for that because yeah. if you said no field goals in the last two minutes, yeah. you're essentially making a 58-minute game. Yeah. Right? Because you're just so going to fuck around and do – You're right. going to do fuck nothing for the last two minutes if you're up. Just say the last – just say the fourth quarter. Just, just make three. it the fourth. Just the fourth quarter doesn't have field goals. Let's say nineteen minutes. Let's say you can kick one field goal a game, and that's it. What if how the about the last was... the the last seventeen minutes of real time, not clock time? Wow. What if the the fourth quarter was only field goals? Only field mm. goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, we'll yeah. split the country in half. Well, one will play only field goals. One will play none, and we'll let the market decide. It's only kick returns. Punt returns and field goals. So you they kick off, and you're like, ah, man. No offense got, or defense. We only got it to the 30. Got a punt. 
Other team That's, returns it to the 50. I don't know. Maybe we should try it. In the third quarter, we do only two-pointers. You might think I'm saying yeah. only PATs. No. Yeah. Only no. two-pointers. No only touchdowns. Two yep. yep. I call it the no-dootsy rule. Not the nardootsy <laughs> rule, but the no-dootsy rule. <laughs> meaning, <laughs> meaning we take away your little toy. We take away the cudgel with which you slam a game into meaninglessness. By bringing the kicker out. And in the words of a football coach, I have forgotten, you hate it when some foreign guy gets out there and decides a game. Because that was Listen. the thing that people actually thought yeah. kickers thought yep. about yeah. kickers at one point. Nothing, I, I nothing that, that could be said on television could be more powerful than Chris Berman being like, <laughs> here we are, two black quarterbacks, and, and wouldn't you know it's Abraham Lincoln's birthday. <laughs> He's not their great-grandfather. It says through a throat <laughs> full of nacho cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, naturally occurring nacho day. cheese throat, okay? It's yeah. been there a long time. <laughs> had the, he's this, had like, that nacho cheese since 80, yeah, <laughs> It's a genetic condition. <laughs> Chris <laughs> Berman actually is where we get our nacho cheese. The world's <laughs> nacho cheese comes from. We just squeeze him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, pump him, pump him. <laughs> yep. If you've noticed, since he stopped being a regular on ESPN, there's been a lot less nacho cheese. Berman's lactating again. Come get your, get your nachos. We've reached Pete Nacho Cheese. From here on, it's diminishing returns. Whoop! There goes some cheese. This is horrifying. I didn't mean to. Be sure you leave all this in. It's fine. No kickers. That's my point. No, I'm sorry. No field goals. Compromise. No field goals. Compromise. Okay. Once you cross the forty, you can't kick. Yeah. So, I so like you've that. got a long really kicks only. Mean it. <laughs> so, so if it's, big boots yes. only. Yes. Yeah, you're in the touchdown zone. <laughs> so if and it's, then you, you got to back up. <laughs> think of it this way: you're at it's it's fourth and goal at the nine, and you're down by two, and you're just like. Well, we're just false starting all the way back to the 41, aren't we, brother? It's, it's time for a failed Madden scramble. Back it up. <laughs> I love that. There you See, go. this is big uh, boots this again, only. Yes. This is where we do several other innovations. Rugby style officiating, mm-hmm. where several times a game, you just stop everybody and go, quit that shit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> or you give out a yellow card, right? You just give out a yellow card and be like, quit wasting my fucking time. That's it. I don't know. I'd rather see about 17 minutes of frame-by-frame frame review with formulas and algorithms and um, football court jurisdiction bodies. And <laughs> Welcome to the NFL's football court. It's not even football court. It's like football Mythbusters if Mythbusters was boring. <laughs> yeah. It turns like it turns like um the most um um instantaneously chaotic sport into like um, it's even more boring than math. There's at least a point yes. to math. Yes. It is the at, least, fucking at least in math, they're sort of like, all right, well, we got to make the word problems interesting. It's got to be about like two trains crashing or something. Yeah, I mean, this is the opposite. It, yeah. Math is the best is, part of football. It is the most American thing ever to have something which is appalling violence legislated by really tangential legal codes that blame things that actually have nothing to do with the primary problem. Like, stop, stop, stop. What was the problem on the play? You're like, well, it wasn't that there was a 300-pound man running headfirst into another like, what if, pounds. what if Mad Max no, 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 had a no, no, homeowner's no, 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 no. association? <laughs> it was... Oh, excuse me, the rims on your war rig are too big! Yeah. 
It is. It, it's basically like, mm, you went off piste. You need to stay on this road. <laughs> All right. Problem- so when, the, when those 17 vehicles collided into each other in a, in a massive fireball and, and thousands died, the problem was one guy had a grenade that jostled in his hand. He didn't have <laughs> complete control of it. What Run defines complete control? We turn no to the knows. rule book, section 1128C, right. and 305 words of But at least in Mad Max, you could just be like, it's whatever the warlord says. The, the warlord the, decides possession. Yeah. I love the moment during every Super Bowl where like the most casual fan in the room turns to, like uh, in, in the rooms I'm in, it's me. Right? They, they think, that's the football person. He'll know. What's a catch? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, boy. I was hoping to avoid this. You know? Oh, boy. <laughs> it happens every year. Yeah. And I, don't, I never have a good answer. And I'll just sort of look at what's happening on screen and like, ah, well, like, there's a 50% chance they'll say this, but they might say that because of that. Th-. You know? It's a joke that no one knows what a catch is, but no one knows what a catch is. Yeah. This is, this is again, the most American shit in the world, right? Like, you know what? <laughs> it looks like those cops just murdered that guy. But if you slow it down... Right, right, yeah, yeah. The problem wasn't the cops murdering the guy. It was the manner in which it happened. It was some shit. I compare the lack of no, uh, clear catch no, to police violence in America. We can legislate away Spencer's any right kind of murder or any kind of violence down to the details and the manner in which you did it. That's we put it. the most horrifying thing in your face, and what do you see? Um, His feet. We're mm-hmm. in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. No, That's yeah. the shit we focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. He didn't clearly signal that type of shit. Right. Exactly. We have a pregame story about a war hero. Hey, what happened to that guy? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I really can't believe the NFL draws attention. Like, I get that they see branding value in his name and probably make a lot of money off of his name, but like. If I was the NFL in my craven self-interest, I would never talk about him. I don't understand why they bring him up. Because, yeah. like, his, his, like, you look at Google Trends the night of the game, and, like, broop, so many people were discovering Pat Tillman, reading his wiki page, like, learning mm-hmm. the story. I'm sure a lot of people were duped, but a lot of people weren't. I think what you are identifying is that there are almost no Arizona Cardinals to talk about in history. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> it's that like it. Larry Fitzgerald, and that's it. Larry Fitzgerald, Pat Tillman, and of Cardinals. Is that why? Is that why? I wondered. I was like, there's really plenty of NFL it. players who have been in the military, so no, it's not like it's, they're like grasping at straws for that. I it's, think it's purely because it was Arizona, and they're like, here is yeah. the Arizona thing we talk about. That is a good point because it's like, what are we going to talk about? Chuck Cecil? Oh, that's even more fucked up. Larry Centers. Like, we love fullbacks. We should talk about Larry Centers more. Though. Yes, yeah, we should. <laughs> Real talk. A fullback with those kind of hands, Ryan. Ryan, <laughs> listen. You should be in charge of the Super Bowl broadcast. I agree. <laughs> it's going to be an hour about versatile fullbacks. <laughs> versatile fullbacks. The stolen land this stadium was built on. Super the Bowl perfidy and fraud of the owners. The Super Bowl has been sold to Quibi because no one yeah. was watching it. <laughs> That's the it. halftime show. The halftime show for the ninth year in a row is Andrew WK. <laughs> <laughs> Who might not exist anymore and maybe never did. <laughs> Andrew WK's. Many Andrew WK's. That's right. the only one of those, I believe, besides Stevie Wonder can see. Andrew but WK that, doesn't exist? Yeah, those are the two that got that have me 100% convinced. Yeah. I Nothing mean, else. Like I don't believe any of these other conspiracy theories, but those two, 
I'm in. I just heard in Elton John's um, autobiography, there's a moment where Stevie Wonder's like driving a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. And Elton's yes. like, Elton's like, I don't know how he made it back, but he did. He drove a fucking car on TV on Oprah all around the parking <laughs> lot, around all these fucking cones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he again. did during the during the he, filming of We Are the during the filming and recording of We Are the World in its video. Ray Charles said, "Can someone take me to the bathroom?" Stevie Wonder grabbed him by the elbow, and said, "Come <laughs> with me," and guided him down the hall. What I mean, fact. I believe in echolocation. Granted, yeah. To, yeah. Be, to be clear. He's Daredevil. Yeah. It's based on him, I think. He can fight. <laughs> Stevie can fight. That's my, that's my new theory. <laughs> yeah, Stevie, <laughs> can't. Ste- Stevie can't see, but Stevie has hands. Stevie Wonder hallway fight. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to see. My entire, imagine, my entire imagine, search history is imagine getting, imagine getting fucked up by Stevie Wonder at this point. 2023 Stevie Wonder. It'd be an, honor. Wonder, no. it'd be an <laughs> honor and a privilege. I mean, you know he's kind of big, right? Like, I, yeah, kind of yeah. Dude. I know. Just puts the rings on you and you're just down, uh-huh. gasping for air. Just me and the boys when we get old boyed by Stevie Wonder. Just and him just, with the just, hammer. And then he just harmonizes about yeah, it. Yeah, he just sings boogie on reggae woman. <laughs> he just drift off into sleep. <laughs> To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. I am Spencer Hall. Uh, I am joined as I am every week by Ryan Nanny, Holly Anderson, Jason Kirk, and Hello. Hello. on the ones and the twos, Michael Serber. Today, we are going to discuss a topic that... Hello. We don't really. That was, <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Beautiful. We're going to discuss a topic that not the um, longest audio delay in full cast history. <laughs> no, we can work with this. There we go. Another delay. Perfect. That sounds like magic. Clap your hands if you believe in Ryan. <laughs> Clap your hands if you believe in love. Or he'll die. Quite the segue. Thank you, Spencer. Great job. I'm Jason. <laughs> Bless me. Thank you. Thank you. I gave myself the Quinn and Williams sneeze. Bless me. Thank you. Love. That's the topic of today's full cast. Pause for laughter. Pause for laughter. Pause for derisive gales of laughter. We have asked the public for stories, not of romantic disasters, which I'm glad we didn't because sometimes you ask for those and people are like, let me tell you about my divorce. To be clear, some of you sent those in anyway. Yes. And... Of course you did. We love and, it. And and we already have an episode on romance disasters. Uh-huh. You <laughs> yeah, can listen but, to it. But thank you for understanding the spirit of the show, if not the request. All right? We're about the spirit of the law and the letter of law. Are we going to use those? Only if they're very, very funny. But fortunately, most of you understood the assignment and gave us stories of your success. So here we are recording today on Valentine's Day 2023. We're going to go ahead. We're going to share those. Stories of... 
when you actually succeeded in love, sometimes despite your best efforts. Jason, you have a heater that I think will set the tone for the entire show to begin with. Yeah, we like to, um, uh, we, we appreciate all the things that you folks send in, but we also like to, at times, specifically point to the ones that really, really, really grasp the spirit of things. Um, and we're going to start us off with the very first entry for this submission. Um, thank you to Ryan for collecting these, and also to the person who said that no one but Ryan reads the email. You're wrong. I saw you. Um, this comes in from Scott. This is the very first thing that was sent to us, seconds after the uh, call went out. Quote, I got engaged at Chili's, period. End quote. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> thank you. Please rise um, one, for our president. This is the perfect length of story to send us. One thing I would like to say about this is I will chime in here with my own. Um, I've been with the same person since I was 19 years old. Our first date was Chili's and a Converge show. So there's something to it, folks. Chili's, um, Chili's recently <laughs> sent me a gift card for a free meal because we have a long-standing relationship, Chili's and I, um, and, and as, does, uh, as does Scott. And Scott's special someone. So, yeah, this story is, uh, that's the right length of story. I would like to share also that my own parents got engaged on the interstate in the car on the way to Gatlinburg to see a laser light show of Dark Side of the Moon. They wow. just celebrated their 48th wedding anniversary in October. Such power. Right? Such power. Um, With that kind of foundation, like, how can you go wrong? I went to, I don't think it was, I don't think it was because of this answer, but it wasn't not because of this answer. I went to Chili's last week. We took Nora there for the first time she'd ever been. Oh, dear. I am here to report that food-wise, Chili's still goes. That's right. Like you, I, I understand people who have various opinions about chain restaurants, and some chain restaurants do suck. It's not just a, like, oh, we're being snobby and we're looking down on, you know, people who can't go to other places. Some chain restaurants, like, the quality has fallen off, the food is not great. Chili's still goes. My only complaint about Chili's at this point in time they have gotten rid of all of the like weird and kooky decor, like where it used to be. Like, oh, they got here's... beef O'Brady's. No, it, it, now it looks the inside of a Chili's looks like the lobby of a sad hotel, a sad business hotel. And that's what we have Chili's <laughs> two for. We don't like. I want to eat Southwest egg rolls surrounded by the innards of a freshly exploded garage sale. Did yeah, all the yes. like random license plates and shit get moved to Chili's too? Did they just run out finally? Did we, are we out of history? That's what it that is. That might be it. That's what it is. You know, the, the Mayan calendar said history will end at this point. And what we thought that was the end of the world. But in reality, it was this is when Chili's runs out of weird shit to put on the wall. Yeah, the pepper. Oh, we got to get this person on the show sometime because there are people, there are buyers whose entire job is to like ransack flea markets and estate sales just to find shit to put on the walls in new Cracker Barrels. And I was like, what if they finally ran out of, what if all the warehouses are finally empty? Each, Hobby Lobby stole everything. What Eat do you shit, think? Francis Fukuyama. Yeah. <laughs> what do you order? What's your go-to dinner order if you're getting engaged at Chili's? Like, what is the menu? <laughs> the works. Go the uh, the 20 want, for 2, of you course. Want a, no, wait, that's uh, the other place. Oh, no, shit. I'm mixing <laughs> up with Ruby Tuesday. So I'm going to crack open the Chili's menu because I got to admit. <laughs> the menu has not changed I much, am, if at all, um, than what you made. You're going to get knows, eight am, pounds of wafer-thin chips. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So you got to get the dip trio. The communion. I think that's yeah, I'll take the communion, yeah. please. 
I want, th- I want as many you- paper chips as I can possibly get. Yeah. Well, but you want a wide array of dips because as you are planning your life with this person, you need to immediately start plumbing out like, okay, is this like you want to like check off all of their potential allergens at once like okay right. is this a is, do i want to be married to a gatsy lactose eater right yeah all this all the salt in the chips is going to drain all the water from my brain so i can think clearly during this <laughs> cru- crucial moment does my sweetie bloat also sometimes you need to we're, know we're going to keep it thematic here and we're going to celebrate unions and combinations right and the dips that's the, that's the trinity right guiding us to the main which the main is going to be a union of the heat of love, right? <laughs> and the spiritual heat of love and the physical forms that we will combine to create a new union and family. Uh, uh-huh. And that is, that's fajitas. What? The heat. That's okay. right. No, we, I we am wanna, fajita. We want to celebrate it and announce it. Okay, so the, the skillet is like, represents that's, that's the, the of, hearth of Hecate, right? Yes, yes. Okay. The skillet right. is the, the heat of young love. But the right. sizzle cannot stay there forever, and you have to be able to enjoy <laughs> the fajita even after cool. the sizzle has left. That's correct. We're wrapped in the responsibility. It will be a take-home at some point. At that point, that's when you slip off the potholder and start raw dogging it. Yes, that's true. That's true and, but we're held. But we're held together by beans and guacamole, right? The state. Uh, yes. yeah, that's what yes. we're yeah, held yeah. together yes. by. That's not right? a metaphor. That's what Spencer thinks bodies are made of. <laughs> That, that is what is. my body is held together with, and I am still here, Brian. I'm going to ride that shit. The, the chili's four, anatomy. The four Tex-Mex Hubers of the body. Queso, salsa, <laughs> beans, and guacamole. Spencer, if your perfect, body is queso, what are you going to do about it? To make a perfectly cylindrical torso like Answer this, the question, Spencer. you need refried beans. Answer just, the question, Spencer. Spencer, you're, yeah. you're made of cheese. Um, no comment. To finish the deal... I'm going to go ahead and say that um, we need the molten chocolate cake. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Is that also right. the heat of love? It reminds us that even when we think the heat is gone, it's still there inside. It's a surprising amount of heat. That's right. Whoa, Thank that's hot know. stuff. That's right. <laughs> it's a that's little right. too hot. And then, um, not as part of the theme, I'm going to get some to-go alcohol to go, right? I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> sure. Because... Um, because Wait, is that is available at every Chili's? God damn, yeah, no. Every Chili's, like, that's every Chili's is Louisiana. I would like yes. some to-go alcohol to go, please. I am definitely 21. Can I have a handful of booze for the road? You're, you're the most... <laughs> You're the you're the actual adult person I know who lives the most like multiple children inside a trench coat. Yeah, yeah can I have a Ziploc bag with some gin in it, please? Thank you. Just Do you want a Ziploc bag my mouth. with tequila in it? Chili's will give you a gallon Margorita. Mar dash go dash Rita trademark. <laughs> ah, sorry, to stop it. All dog, right, dog they'll give you whole kits. We didn't get through COVID on chips and salsa alone, bitch. Some of us did. I think. Who is we? That. Yeah. Chili's got through this thing moving. Hooch! <laughs> Smoky and the Southwest egg rolls. Yeah. Hey, let's go to a voicemail. Let's do that. I promise it's thematic. Uh, Serber, can you play Ben from Buffalo? Hi, uh, yeah, just calling uh, regarding the unlikely romance wins. Uh, this is Ben from uh, Buffalo. Um, Phil Rod, Sun God. Um, yeah, just... Uh, Con at the bathroom. <laughs> my family and my beautiful wife of seven years, um, who on our first date, I uh, 
farted as I was leaving very, very loudly, like really, really loudly. Um, and we're still together. I don't know how. Really don't know how. It was such a big fart. Oh my god. It was so big. Alright. Hell raw. Roll pipe. If you didn't catch the first part of that, he's recording yeah. from, he's currently trying to record this in secret from inside the bathroom of his family home. <laughs> or so maybe a Chili's like, bathroom, we don't know. It sounds like something, that was my favorite food-oriented story, second only to Todd from Dallas, who said, I tried to combine pho and gumbo, it seemed like a good idea at the time, and it ended a three-year relationship. Hmm. Again, perfect length of Fum- story, I require no establishment. Fum- Fumbo? Fumbo. It's Fumbo. Gumpha. Gumpha. I like Fumbo. Fumbo. You know what? I got to say, if I'm sizing up a potential partner. Of course you need it. And they. (laughs) Sorry. I tried. Uh, The look he just gave me. Jesus Christ. If you size, if if a woman's leaving the room and she honks out the loudest donkey fart I've ever heard in my life, you know what I'm going to think? That's a lady taking care of business. That's what I'm going to (laughs) think. She's um, been to Chili's. Yeah. <laughs> See? She understands love. That's a healthy animal right there. I I I um I'm not a woman and I don't know what it's like to be a woman looking for a man, but I cannot imagine that most women go through life who are interested in dating men thinking, I will find the one who does not fart. Right. I will find yeah. the one who's not gassy. Like that I understand that this felt embarrassing in the moment, but to the other party, it must have just been like it did what it says on the tin. Like I this this is not this is this is completely within the range of what I thought would happen here. And it took so long to get there too. Like right. I, I imagine there's like a, a sense of being used to like usually it's the first five minutes. <laughs> right. Usually it's as we say hello. Usually he's mid fart. Hi, Nesta. The... <laughs> <laughs> oh! Yeah, I think it's there's just, probably I, a I lot of like, a... hello, pull my finger. It, what it is is that for this caller, it felt like you were pitching a perfect game and you just got a home run absolutely smacked against you in the bottom of the ninth with two outs. And that stinks. But it doesn't, it doesn't rule out that like that was a good outing for you all the same. It's not what you fart. wanted. I have a fart question for the four of you because sure. girls don't poop. Yeah. Sure. Is is farting so loud you wake yourself up a thing that men grow out of after their babies? Or do you guys still do that? I, I mean, know. I know all babies do this. I don't, I don't I've think I've that. ever done that. You ever so, farted so, yourself awake as an adult? So there's two, if- there's two conflicting things here. One is that um, I think broadly speaking – men have an ability to fall asleep and stay asleep in a way that makes, at least in my house, makes my wife fucking crazy. Like the, the degree like to which you resist, I can just, you resist being like, like if she's calling you and you're not waking up or not even that. It's just that like, we'll go to bed. Does she get mad at you about it? Like, God damn it, Ryan. Oh, yes. are, you, sleeping. are you sleeping through diaper changes? It's no, it's or, not that okay. either. It's, it's purely, I can fall asleep within 90 seconds of getting in bed. Oh, I hate you. You're one yes. of those. Yeah. It, it's, it's, like it's like an envy kind of thing. Envy. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. No, it's, it's absolutely an envy kind of thing. Special power. It, yes. I and, have that and so, very much too here. Yeah. And so as a result, I think I probably can just sleep through whatever hor- horror is emitting from me. 
Or there's also this. There's a kind of uncertainty <laughs> moment here where those times when you wake up randomly in the middle of the night, yeah. now you're going to worry. Did my autonomous brain hear the horrible noise escaping from my ass? Wake mm. up in survival mode, Flight. and now I have to look. Now I, right, and now I'm like the room smells bad, yeah. and I have to look at my phone. You fight. know, for 37 minutes. Now it's time to fight. I've farted yeah, now it's time into to fight. a fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Sometimes though, sometimes though, I, I have seen my children, uh, at least one of them, do that. Fart themselves. Fart, fart themselves awake. Past infancy. Past infancy. Interesting. Right? I see dogs do this about every day. Yeah, dogs yeah. do this all the time. But I think dogs have to do it. Otherwise, they would just stay asleep for, like, weeks. It's the only way they can wake yeah. up. <laughs> so they like, have dreams. The, the farts they are have part dreams of their circadian about... rhythm. Yeah, it's like dog inception. This is, okay. this, is their, this is what kicks them back into reality. It's like uh, the uh, end of uh, the part in All Dogs Go to Heaven where a dog gets kicked out of heaven or whatever. If he what? farted... On the yeah. way down to hell, he would have never gone. He would have that's just true. woken up. Right. This yeah. is the that's what the horn in Inception is. It's not it's it's a never fart. Right. It's a dog. It's a fart. It's a fart. It's a dog fart. Tom it's Hardy a dog. Yeah. Yeah. Farting. Yes. <laughs> and it sounds like that because you're yeah. in eight levels. This is so much better stream. than Tenet. Yeah. <laughs> Like, imagine how short a movie Inception would have been you, had you gone to Chili's, right? They would have gotten 15 minutes in and be like, time to go. Now, when Kim Wontanabe's like, let's be young men together, that's exactly what he means. <laughs> let's go smash some Southwest let's, let's egg rolls. A, let's get on a private jet and fart ourselves back to reality. <laughs> let's go to Chili's with without Chili's. regrets. Um, all right, I'm going to grab one here. All right, so this is one we got that is a little long, and it's a two-parter. And I like it because... It kind of illustrates um, the problem with eyewitness testimony because these are first. This is an email from uh, one person in this relationship, and then the second person chimed in with their own interpretation. Here's the first one. Uh, this is from Mara. I met my husband at my cousin's wedding in Ohio. We are both from California. He's my cousin's childhood friend. I have historically been bad at reading signs of disinterest and overeager in my romantic pursuits. We wound up hitting it off at the wedding. But I still managed to have zero chill when my flight out of Ohio was delayed and then canceled. As I waited in airport purgatory, I called this person I had just met five times. During one call, I believe I asked what his love language was. But he was receptive to all of my hot nonsense, and we kept in touch as I worked the grape harvest in France. A great phrase to say that I will never have the opportunity to Flex, use. Flex, wow. Mara. Yeah. At the end of Harvest, he flew to visit me and officially asked me to be his girlfriend. We've been married for five years now. Okay. Okay, this is Captain Corelli's mandolin. Right. It sounds it, so it sounds nice. It sounds like, okay, you're overeager, but you found someone who was into you all the same. And like, yeah, this is, this is not a... Like, I normally wouldn't... Uh, no shade tomorrow. I normally wouldn't pick this story. But here's the follow-up from Ryan. Her How did Ryan find out about this? Uh, she copied him on the email oh. to the Fullcast account, oh, which was Mara, smart. Mara, listen, dudes would never do that. All right, here we go. That is true. You could have gotten away with you, this. You are correct. This is Ryan's addendum. What she didn't mention is that we both got food poisoning at the rehearsal dinner and were puking throughout the morning of the wedding. I was a groomsman and held in my last puke through the ceremony, then let it fly in some shrubs within five minutes of, its end of it ending. Neither of us ate food at the reception, but slowly brought ourselves back to life with Dr. Pepper and coffee. 
We group danced to Sandstorm. Those are good. Those are good puking foods. Dr. Coffee. Yes. Let's pour some doctor in there. Yeah. It's named after a doctor. Uh, we group we group danced to Sandstorm and slow danced to Friends in Low Places. The next morning, we went to a diner in gym clothes for our first date. There was hair in the eggs, and we didn't mind. That is a that very, is romance. Wow. That, that is, that is a very romance. different story than the one Mara told us. There was hair in our eggs, and we yeah. didn't mind. Also, this is how you know that they're young, because yeah. if this story had happened like over thirty or forty. Nothing would have happened, right? They would have been like because of the food poisoning. They yeah. could have like right. shared like, a pack I've of puked once. I'm going to the hotel to on top of the covers. I've, that's what they would have done, right? But yes, they're like, we, we went out for breakfast. I'm like, no, I'm a, you're, you're, right. I stayed in bed, right? Yeah, alone, I puked and once, and then I didn't move for four days. <laughs> We're gonna, I I threw my back out. I'm wrenching into the. Back. <laughs> And there's no, like, I administered Dr. Pepper and was dancing no. <laughs> shortly after. No, no, no. But I just, We're, I I appreciate that two people have, this is their story. <laughs> and and it's so different depending on who's telling it. We should do this on purpose next time. Yeah. Tandem disasters. Yeah, this yeah, is our, yeah. oh, this is our Russia. We should just settle arguments for people. We can be arbiters. Yeah. Next I, time. I, Mostly I appreciate that Mara was like, I know, I'm going to tell the part of the story where I work at a vineyard and I'm just over-enthusiastic. That's the entire reason that she wrote. After I worked the grape harvest in France, that's the entire reason she sent this in and I respect it. Yeah, Oh, absolutely. The male male version of this would be, well, while I was recovering from penis reduction surgery. (laughs) I don't know. I think the male version is, I puked my way to marriage. Yeah. I puked so hard a lady married me. <laughs> it's it's hard to top. No artifice, I've right? Got a, I've got another injured myself uh, way to marriage story here in the voicemails. And I'm going to read some of these voicemails aloud because uh, your signal was bad or some of y'all talk too much. Uh, this one, the signal came in a little garbled, but it's from Aaron in St. Louis. My partner and I one day decided that we're going to go on a glorious trip to see some cherry blossom trees blooming on the south side of Chicago. I did not know Chicago had cherry blossom trees. And I decided this was the day I was going to propose. And so that morning I took a shower. And when I got out of the shower, I leaned down to pick something up and felt my back completely fold in on itself and I could no longer move. She returns to find me on the couch, unable to move ice pack on my back looking absolutely miserable and she says to me you know we don't have to go to which i grunt back no we're doing this and so we go and the cherry blossoms are beautiful it's a glorious day i feel a particularly wonderful moment in the japanese garden in Hyde park in chicago and i will myself to the ground offer up the ring ask the question she says yes at which point i look her straight in the eye and say you're going to have to help me get up So this partnership to, this partnership begins now. So she has to haul me up off the ground in front of a crowd of people. And I wanted to die, but great success, go blue. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> stubborn, finish stubborn. way to finish the fucking drill. This is this is such a blow to every single like male guru who's like you have to be a physically superior specimen this man literally like <laughs> the warranty the warranty ran out on him two seconds into the story and she was like picking it up well, take it like, home that's a, that's a low mileage pre-owned yeah women, a sensible women, buy. women crave physical security motherfucker professor x just just proposed <laughs> <laughs> women crave zeta males <laughs> 
I just see Professor X and his wife, and she's like, he's like, do you want to go to the Olive Garden? And she's like, oh, that's fine. And he's like, no, it's not. I like, can tell it's not talk- fine. I know it's not fine. These dudes are fine. talking about evolutionary superiority. My man Aaron here from St. Louis is technically one of those creatures that just crawled out of the ocean on two limbs. Yeah. <laughs> Got a perfectly he's, nice he's my trilobite. Yeah, and she's like backing it up. <laughs> Throwing it down. Fish with legs. Fish with <laughs> legs. Fish with legs. Give me the ring. I'll throw a leg over. <laughs> Perfect. See? Congratulations to the happy couple. Uh, by the way, these are like very, some of these are very cinematic. You could get me a long way into one of these before I realized it was a movie plot. You could say something like, my boyfriend is a real sweet angel, but I'd never met his family. So we went to Singapore to meet his mother, who it turns out hated me because I wasn't of their class. Like I could get really far <laughs> into crazy rich Asians before I was like, hey, hey. <laughs> Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades. Until he re-emerged triumphantly as an app and website, GameTime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last-minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I have one that I need to share. This is a triumph of mid-Atlantic masculinity. What? It's from Bennett. What does that even mean? You're about to find out, Okay. because I have a definition. I went to our first date wearing a bright orange Gilbert Arenas Washington Bullets jersey with no undershirt. (laughs) Married for 12 years. <laughs> I really There's need some- to know where the date was. <laughs> There's somebody for everyone. I hope it was at the planetarium. And he like was like, I'm cold and leaned in just a little bit. Speaking the of opera. Parcel, <laughs> I, saw- I was thinking someplace with like high air conditioning. So he's like, hey, mama, I like to be the little spoon. There's only so many public settings where you can find out if your lady is willing to be the big spoon. Brr, so cold. This is straight, she's I, draping a jacket over her shoulders. I have found uh, this is an ugly fucking jersey. <laughs> 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 
Hold on a second. Let me see. Like, uh, hold on. I'll drop. I'll drop a link here real quick. But this looks like. Oh, we didn't have the license for our own organization, kind of. And I know they don't go by the bullets anymore. But it's still. Mm. Here's what wow. you need. No, but that is some like photo. This is a Reebok. This is a Reebok jersey. Yeah. No, it gets even worse. You have almost yeah. all the letters in Russell. Uh, if you bullets. took the name off, I would never guess which NBA franchise this is. Correct. Even looking at the name, it looks create a team. You would be like, when did Gilbert Arenas play for the unlicensed Illinois Fighting Illini? Yeah, like, like I thought New Orleans Pelicans was a fairly new designation. I yeah. think it probably the came Phoenix after Bullets. He, he threatened Javaris Crittenden with a gun in the locker That's room. That's true. That is correct. Yeah. Which. Shouts out to this dude for going ahead and just letting the lady know ahead of time this is what you're in for. Who are you wearing? I'm wearing the dude who has zero, <laughs> who brought a gun to solve a gambling dispute with a guy who later actually killed for someone. For fun. For fun. It for might have fun. Been before all that. Yeah. It could have been. It's. It, I want to say that doesn't make the sartorial choice uh, hey, far it's, improved. It, it's not about intent. It's about where you end up, okay? <laughs> Which, what do you? Here's the thing. If you don't wear an undershirt with this, you either have great pipes or fucking terrible pipes, right? None. None. I'm okay. <laughs> it's none. no no guns. Right. Okay. Yeah. This, is like a, this is like a plaid. Like, he doesn't mention the bottom, but I'm thinking like plaid duck heads. Yeah. The shorts. This is the kind of thing like you would wear on a date if you were like, this is what I think John Cena would wear on a first date in <laughs> 2003 or something. That's the right year, yeah. That's much better than the strategy I was thinking, which was like, okay, go ahead and show her just how bad it can get. And if she still loves you, just tell her it's all going to be straight ground or uphill from here. That's a good strat. Like, you know, frequently you find people who are like, oh, this is the hottest I'll ever be. Not if I come to this date in a fucking Gilbert Arenas jersey with no say, shirt. Hey, will you go out with me again? I'll wear a Kevin Garnett jersey next That's time. That's right. That's right. And it will have, it will have a tank top under shirt underneath. <laughs> Still going to see these pipes, baby. Just realize that you never see any dude-oriented memes of the, if you can't handle me at my blank, you don't deserve me at my blank. And... I guess that's just because that's how y'all live. Yes, it's because it's because men time. it's because men don't have no variety and no change whatsoever. No, no, I just mean that like the worst is just out there. Yeah, it'd be amazing if you came through on the date where you were going to propose in the Jordan four five jersey, right? With the like, <laughs> and then you played. Man, you played if, you get, if you get a yes as you that, walked in, you are if you. Mm, of course, if it's, I was going to say that's a high danger prospect because you could also, I also see a scenario where this dude involved gets really, really angry at that. Yeah. But that's also something you'd want to know. I came yeah. to this date in my Shaq Celtics jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Just Celtic to really a send dress. a message. Um, yeah. No, I think the reason you don't see that if you can't handle me at my blank with men is because the answer is like, that's actually very understandable. Yeah, the world is if actually set up to handle y'all at your blanks. Right. At your worst. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Jason, you want it? You want one? Uh, <clears throat> to be clear, women who say that are insane. All of them. I'm not. I'm not trying to let my own gender off the hook here. From David, after asking a girl out in 2017, the very next moment she saw me was stumbling across the finish line of a marathon, bloody nips and all, <laughs> falling into the arms of a very large and handsome race volunteer. Three years later, we got married. Me and the aforementioned girl, not the very large and handsome race volunteer, though he oh. would have treated me right, I'm sure. 
<laughs> this one really, it really, it really, there was really a lot of suspense. Sliding the very the end, right? Yeah, mm. right. Like I, I know we all had our rooting interests, um, and perhaps, perhaps we're all uh, happy with how things turned out. But man, just really, just really find yourself wishing to see the alternate reality, right? Letting the days what, go. What by. could have been? <laughs> I want you to know, by the way, when we were doing these, a couple of these, the ones that Jason picked, I was on, I had my cover, like we were in the yeah, sheet at the same time, and my little cursor hovered and over you, it, and, and you I lost saw- lost dominance? I did, I yeah. saw Jason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what I always yeah. do is I always start from the bottom, and then and I manage to snipe one on the way up. Smart. But yeah, this one, I, I felt like I had to grab it, like, um, as a person whose, like, only ath- athletic thing I like is running, like, this- <laughs> That that moment where you you're you're done, things are bleeding, things things hurt, everything sucks. Um, falling into the arms of literally anyone, I could very much see like, okay, I'm just I'm with you now, right? <laughs> so I can absolutely see that as being a pretty common. Thing. You're stuck with me. I'm there, bleeding on you. Our skin makes a peeling noise when we try to pull it apart. So I guess we're together now. Boban? I guess there's a Boban now. Oh, he'd be great. He'd be perfect. I'll take good care of you. I like this Katamari oh, system. Of I don't think that's what he sounds like. That is what Boban sounds like. He sounds that's like the Kempe Matumbo, but John Wick 3, that's yeah. what he sounds like. Okay. Yeah, that is what he sounds like. Which, which NBA player do you think Valentine's will be in John Wick 4? Gilbert Arenas. What NBA player should be in John Wick 4? Luca. I was going What's he going to do? Uh, wait, are we sure he hasn't already? What's, uh, he's just going to vibe and have good times. The answer is the this Lopez brothers. The answer is the Lopez brothers. Should be Draymond just, just kicking kill, people in the nuts. Just let him <laughs> Draymond is, yeah, Draymond wait, wait. is more the speed here. Let him Draymond kill and every Chris Paul just swinging just, each other around, kicking people in the nuts. Chris Paul being in a grumpy mood the entire time. <laughs> Sourpuss Chris Paul. <laughs> The only person not having fun watching John Wick murder everyone. <laughs> Dismember all the Plumleys and reassemble them into a totem of mixed up body parts. Mega yeah. Plumley. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Omniplumney. Wow. Plumley. The Omniplumney. Yeah. That's I, hard to I say. think. I do think that Draymond is is the way to go because like you should go. You should go. Speaking of plums, right? To be like, there would be like a three minute scene where they set him up like, John. This guy's going to kick your nuts. You can't let him kick your nuts. If he kicks your nuts, you're done. And Bollock Yaga. And, Bollock and Yaga. It and also Keanu takes it incredibly seriously. It also works because John Wick, the character, doesn't say much in these movies, so it leaves a lot of room for Draymond to just be talking massive amounts of shit. <laughs> Running his mouth the mm-hmm. entire podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, he's the, uh, he's the Black Knight from Monty Python yeah. in the franchise. Yeah. Just missing limbs and still just shit talking. Yeah, yeah. Threatening to go to another film franchise mid-recording. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. Also, he should Draymond should be with a guy who he doesn't uh, beat. Remember, there are a couple of guys in the franchise who John Wick doesn't exactly beat. There's sort of a respect, like the two wild Indonesian dudes who beat the shit out of him. <laughs> in, John, in the third John Wick, you're like, respect. This should be Draymond level, right? <laughs> like, he should kick him and be like, that's a good kick. That's... I'll let you live. So stupid. <laughs> Let's play a voicemail. Okay. Um, while we're talking about movies, let's play 443, Bobby and Maryland. 
Hey, this is Bobby in Maryland. Go Terps. Uh, saw you're looking for unlikely romance wins. Uh, I'll be brief. When I saw Toy Story 3, <laughs> I can't even get through this. That's it. <laughs> I think he was starting to say Toy Story 3, which is the allegory for heaven and hell one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. It's, it's got there's like a lot of fire and death and stuff. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the yeah. Pink yeah. preaching teddy bear. It's yeah. the it's the it's the existential crisis Toy Story. I guess they're all the existential crisis Toy Story, but that one's like the literal the most overt. Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Um. All right. I'm gonna grab this one from Deidre. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. I'm not a smart man. Uh. Wait, I've immediately lost it. Here it is. My mom is an identical twin. Shortly after she and my aunt graduated high school, they were discussing the few eligible bachelors left in the small Indiana town where they grew up, and one of them brought up my dad. A lanky stoner developed to slapstick movies and drinking buds before, during, and after yard work. My mom and aunt couldn't decide which one of them was going to pursue my dad romantically, so they flipped a coin and my mom won. My parents were together 40 years before he passed last year, still a lanky stoner devoted to slapstick but with enough cash to pay others to do yard works while he drank buds. That's the plot of Gosford Park. Almost, or the prequel to Gosford Park. I love it, this. It's good that that's like, that's just how we used to do things. We they used cut to just, cards for, Yeah, they cut cards for him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe romance doesn't have to be complicated. Maybe you can just just decide it on simple coin flips and card cuts and things like that. Mm. And and your whole family's life changes as a result of that. I would like to share this one from Miller. I was too distracted by Steve Spurrier's speech at the 2015 SEC Media Days to remember meeting my wife for the first time. Attaboy. This so this is South Carolina Steve Spurrier that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, allow me to piggyback on that with another ACC story. Uh, I'm going to read this voicemail from Vandy Import because uh, the signal's a little wonky. My cousin was newly single and working in big oil and gas. He's not an A and M guy. He's a Georgia Tech grad. He's going back and forth between Nashville and Kazakhstan. Georgia Tech was playing Boston College in Dublin, and he decided to stop off on the way and see the game. Found himself in a pub chatting to a bunch of locals. Uh, he mentioned he had two tickets for the game and didn't really have anybody to go with. He got set up with this girl. Uh, they've been married since 2019. That was their first date. He successfully wooed a woman with Georgia Tech football. It's hard to the do. First. The God first. The first and only. damn. What season That's was this? unicorn. Uh, this was when they played. This is seven years ago, I want to say. When they when was the Georgia Tech BC game? I'm not entirely sure. I would remind yeah. everybody that Buzz the mascot. This was in 2016. Uh, so they got, this was September 3rd, 2016. And then they got married in three years later in 2019. I would remind so this everybody this was a tax slayer bowl winning year. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia Tech won seventeen fourteen. By the way, uh, Buzz Buzz only exists because this was a Georgia Tech graduate's idea of how to impress a woman. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. Is this the last to... time they? Is this the last time they beat Georgia too? 
What an auspicious year. Yes, it is. Yeah, and it was on a, a like a wacky fourth down play, something of that nature. Don't worry, yeah. Georgia fans. Mike Bobo's back. It'll all be happening again. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news on the shutdown. <laughs> Mike Bobo's actually good. I think that's Mike, true. I think Mike Bobo right. is actually good, yeah. Now, now this means for we, the we next, all, like, eight. Hmm? We can all play along with the jokes and all, but Mike Bobo's actually Oh, I'm just going to change all the, I'm just going to cross out all the Fs and just make them say hire Bobo. Ooh. This is Kirby's Wild Hogs thing. I'm gonna get all the guys I played with. We're gonna all coach a team. We're gonna live in the same house. We're just gonna drink beer and fart and play. John Travolta. John Travolta's there. That's it. John Travolta's <laughs> too handsome to be in that house. I don't know. John Travolta's there. Out. He's telling me I'm cool. <laughs> yeah, and I believe it. We're the T-Birds. It's oh, I love Greece so much. A clown. John Travolta, Run DMC. You're there. I would love if Kirby Smart just uh, was suddenly revealed that he had like an encyclopedic knowledge of Greece and Greece too. Oh, that would that would fuck with a lot of people. A lot of people wanna, who aren't in on Georgia. Screaming like, okay. pregame energy entirely devoted to Adrian's med. <laughs> Speaking of Georgia, Jesus, this comes from. Listener said the sexual context of the end of the first film is completely changed in the stage <laughs> musical. <laughs> Sorry. You gotta commit to it. This is summer loving. It's a I flagship want, song. I wanna hear Will Muschamp say Stockard Channing. No, actually I wanna hear Will Muschamp sing Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> hey, listen, he, if anybody knows about no graduation day. <laughs> Or missing he, midterms. You know he's really going to hit hooker in that song. Just really, or really flunking shampoo. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Frenchie? Beauty school dropout. Mouchamp. He is Frenchie. Uh, I'm sorry. Engaged to a marine. No, I'm sorry. This is all we're doing for the rest. Of I've ruined the show again, listener. Jason do. and Cerber look so patient and placid right now. I'm reading, Kirby, I'm reading Kirby Smart's Wikipedia page. Oh, y'all continue. I'm, I'm okay. Fine. Yeah. All right. Where Sorry, Spencer. You had picked one from re- from listener Seth. I drunkenly threw up on a classmate while confessing my feelings to her at a bar in Athens. Mm. We got married four years later. Go, well, yeah, dogs. I mean, how else would dogs marry like you know how else would mm. they like meet in court and all that if not for puking on each other in Athens <laughs> how did you how did you finally tell her how you felt you know like we say as men we don't actually ask these things like for instance I, I only know Jason just told us how he met his wife I, I don't know I wouldn't have known that otherwise you already forgot didn't you um, <laughs> they went on their Spencer, first what's Jason's wife names wife to Chili's <laughs> And oh, no. It's Emily. Spencer, what's Jason's wife's name? It's Emily. <laughs> He's not confident. You can hear him shaking. I don't know. That's I a very common name when people <laughs> ask me to verify information. That's like the most you, common part. Like, like, You've had meals in their home. Uh huh. I have. No, you got I would this. have won you, $10 million dollars on that SNL skit. Right? You know, for $10 million, <laughs> tell us this? your best friend's Who name, right? This? Sorry. Right, but I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known how he and Emily met if he hadn't have just told the story about going to Chili's uh, and then going to a concert. Well, that's not how they met. That's their first date. That's their first date. Okay, but like we don't know. You those still details, don't know right? how they met. 
Wow. And you still don't no, know her know name. Why, no, why in the first, I know her name. I get the point. I get the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is that dudes only talk about these things when it is the topic on a podcast. Correct. <laughs> That's all. Like, I don't know how anybody... A podcast about how they don't talk about these things. I don't podcast know how anybody... only exists so men will talk to each other, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. I think so. Right. And even then, we only, do it, uh, we only do it in the medium of, I need to be in a car separated from everyone else, playing audio of strangers talking so I can access this information. It has it's, to be unlocked uh, it's, for it's me. It's two o'clock, time to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm done for the week. <laughs> unless, unless there's an ad to record later this okay, week. Wait. Oh no, I have to talk twice. <laughs> okay, wait. If I hadn't had to go to the vet today, I'm trying to figure out when's the last time I talked to a living person outside this house. Mm. Mm. You might have some dude tendencies here. Oh shit! That's yeah. why she's on this show. That's right. That's right. But like, we otherwise, otherwise we don't know the origin story, and maybe this is why we don't ask. Because if I were Seth's friend, I would say, um, "How did you meet? Uh, what's her name?" And then he'd say, what's her name? Then their marriage, their, their friendship would fall apart. No. But then you find out. He's like, yeah, I puked on her. And you're like, I feel bad. I shouldn't have had this knowledge about anyone. <sighs> I think if you're confessing your love for someone and you puke on them, it has to be waist down puke, right? Like, you can't puke on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Back, Huckleberry, let's back up into the stable the sp- there. The splash Unpack. zone. The splash Unpack. zone I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Are you talking about so the the splash zone is less unpleasant when it's physically further away from the face? Is that the plan here? I think. So. Well, I'm 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 not convinced. I'm just throwing this out there. Does it matter where you throw up on someone while you are confessing your like? Are there certain hot zones where it's like obviously if you throw up in someone's mouth, you can't keep <laughs> confessing your love. I understand Unless. that that's out. Right. Yeah. Like if you throw say. up on their shoes. We're at a bar in Athens. Right. Everyone's throwing up in everyone's Correct. shoes. So what? Correct. If you knees down, knees down, constantly. I think you're okay. Yeah. yeah. Counterpoint. As long as they're, if, they're if she's catching like Cotton Hill Zone shrapnel, it's fine. Right. I think I would rather catch it like I, I think I would rather catch it like on the jeans. That, but like, what if you're wearing sandals and it's between your toes? Yeah. If you're wearing if you're wearing, if you're wearing sandals, sandals at a, a bar, bar at a college bar. You no, can't yeah. be mad when you get puke on your feet. Man. You're just asking for puke toe. Well, remember, every bar in Athens is essentially a condensed episode of Squidbillies with more alcohol applied. It's Squidbillies so that versus cops. I, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. constant, like, Mr. Creosote style. So one more thing. This dog's Like, you Meanwhile, much, confessions yeah. of love mixed in with there. Exactly. You guys are going to graduate. I'm not a whole scholarship. I don't know if I'm going to keep it. (laughs) (laughs) The Tahoe's looking good. (laughs) I fucked a moped. (laughs) Someone someone listening to this has just thrown up. (laughs) Do you you think, like, do you think this man's Georgia dude body was like, oh, God, feelings can't deal with this. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And then he was like, I was confronted with unpopular Maybe that's why it's... The first time I tried to have this sort of a conversation when I was like fucking high, soft high school, sophomore in high school. Yeah. Totally sober. If I'd been drunk at the time. Yeah. Maybe that's why it worked. Maybe she was like, oh, shit, he's for real. These yeah. are real feelings because he just violated. Yeah, that's how you know. That's how you know. I, ladies, uh, ladies, also, uh, ladies and all cute? other folks who are uh, interested in men, if he doesn't throw up, he doesn't mean it. <laughs> also, that's once you puke, you're pot committed. That's true. 
Yeah. Like, you have emptied your pot. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I shouldn't have gone to the chowder social before this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's get real gross. That's what liquid... The... Cur- is that okay. not what liquid courage is? I shouldn't have gone to the, oh, no. tramp- the trampoline this is, chili this is summit. Georgia. Our liquid courage has to have chunks. <laughs> So widespread panic. My parents like them, and I think they're all right. I was told stroganoff was a romantic dinner. (laughs) God, that was disgusting. (laughs) The deep irony is there's one person on this podcast who gets physically upset when he hears mouth noises in the microphone, and it's Spencer. It's me. Is it the one making all of them? I have misophonia (laughs) bad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, don't definitely don't good to, make weird good to mouth know. noises into the microphone. But yeah, if he was him. if he was puking, like know that there are dudes who would literally rather die than than express certain emotions. Like they would just rather take it to the grave. So he was in. I get it. Like yeah, I beautiful. came into the story kind of appalled. Now I'm like, no, I, you guys have taught me into it. Talking hurts. Triumph. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm willing to it. do it for you. Thinking again that the marathon runner had the right idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, our bodies are stuck together. All right. Yeah. I love you. I'm what shitting, farting, bleeding, and throwing up. Is. We're together. Yeah. Oh. I live here now. <laughs> In your arms. Mm-hmm. Our fluids have mingled. I can't wait to own a mid-sized house in Dunwoody. <laughs> <laughs> Really good puking noise. Yeah. <laughs> More cops <sighs> is the solution. <laughs> um, I would like to at this time. I was kind of saving it for a kicker, but um, Matt from four hundred four called in to say, for all of us in the full cast listenership, those of us that are married seem to have basically already gotten our unlikely romance win. Thank you to my wife. Wow, excellent point, Matt. I see nothing. I see nothing to counter uh, that in these messages. I would like to push back on that. Like, okay. if we're you, Holly, I think it was the last episode. You're like, I have to start being more positive about myself, right? No, I yeah. didn't. I I did not. I would never say that. I would rather die. <laughs> you basically than express said that. that emotion. <laughs> this is a pattern. I would like, never suggest that any of you start feeling better about yourselves. Like that's why I said that. That's why I said it had to be one of you. Being in a successful relationship is not about being an amazingly attractive or even socially uh, graceful person. It's just about finding somebody who is weird in the way that you are weird. That's really about it. And so, like, the fact that there are full cast listeners who have found other people like that is not something like, wow, you beat the odds. It's just that there are billions of people on Earth. And there's all kinds of weird <laughs> out there. Well, and there's there's also like normal people like weird people. Sure, that, that's a pretty common common pattern. Everybody you know, is like, somebody's weirdo. Yes, every that's pair true. has someone who knows too many memes and someone who doesn't know any memes. Mm-hmm. And you folks at home, you sorry, but you know way too many. Mm-hmm. Also, if if you're currently a pleasantly housed weirdo or curiosity in a normal person's house, just be grateful. Just be grateful. But you also provide value. Yeah. Yeah, you show them memes. That's what I'm saying. When they show you memes that they found on Facebook, you say, oh, yeah, I remember that one. I remember that. You're you're someone's parrot who cusses and occasionally drinks whiskey, (laughs) right? 
Say the thing. Say the thing. Fuck Hitler. There, good parrot. Oh, we got good a Hitler parrot. voicemail. <laughs> From Hitler? <laughs> how did how did he pull that off? Now I don't even want to read it because it can't possibly live up to it. He is wrong, son God. I'm what reaching out to discuss an unlikely romance W. Oh, no. I guess his was pretty unlikely. How did Hitler fall in love in an LSU tailgate? If you just look at the iPhone and you see calling Adolf Hitler. Throwing my fucking phone. It's me again, Margaret. I'm saying that's a scam likely. Like verified caller Adolf Hitler. The the, the Abby. It's got the Abby pop. I don't no, think I'm an answer. like an anime waifu of some sort, right? You're right. like, you'd, answer. You'd, you'd at least check the voicemail. <laughs> I'd check it. Yeah. I'd probably report it to someone. Like, Hang on. someone needs to know. He's <laughs> Ava Broadway. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you need to burn your computer now. You just yeah. need to go ahead and throw that shit right in an incinerator. Uh, what uh, happened here? Uh, she Googled Ava Braun waifu. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No. That's got to be a whole they had the little pillows. We got to nuke that thing from orbit. That computer mm. is tainted. If you're a listener who knows it's... how to get a host of the Shutdown Fullcast off the no-fly list after this, please <laughs> reach <laughs> the new... Man, they're going to put you in the no-breathe list for Googling that. We would like, we would like to appeal on the grounds of goofs. Yeah, <laughs> Your Honor, it was ironic. <laughs> it was a goof. I was looking to make sure no one else was looking. <laughs> the Unabomber should have tried that defense. Just no, I'm not clicking hey, that. Holly, just a goof. Holly, I am not clicking whatever, whatever link you just dropped in will 100% not be clicked by this First man. First of all, it's a what nine gag link. You? <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever Hitler shit nine gag was on 13 years ago. Yeah, nope. <laughs> Which means it was some Reddit shit from 02. Yeah. That's a barrel-aged beam right there. Good what? God. <laughs> yeah, Braun had some real 90s eyebrows. What was Ooh. the voicemail? Or we just passed that? <laughs> it can't, it can't possibly live up. There he is again. I barked really loud. Honestly, it, it can't possibly live up to what just happened. It's very close to a real-life case of gotta hand it to him, so I thought I might try it out, but it can't possibly live up to what we just went through. So. <laughs> it can't okay. okay. up to Sorry, Matt. Adolf Hitler caller ID. <laughs> just um. says, no, it's, it's better if it's just Adolf, right? Because it's like Adolf whom? <laughs> Rup? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Again, it's never yeah, Rup. Likewise. No, yeah. Likewise. Yeah, you want to hang fair. out and talk about shitty basketball racism? You, no, think Adolf Adolf is, yeah. you think Adolf and Baby Name is gaining popularity now in like Nashville? It might be making a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Ohio. Williamson County. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is one from Colin. Oh, man, did you know that the Germanic means noble wolf? They can't let him have noble wolf. That's horse shit. Just name your kid wolf. Yeah, yeah. just name him noble wolf. <laughs> uh, Colin, met my fiance my freshman year of college, but we didn't date then. Just were friends for the first couple of years and weren't really in contact for a while, but we ended up dating years later after college. 
Shortly after we started dating, I asked her if she had any feelings for me back when we were friends, because I did, of course. Her response, no, you meant nothing to me. <laughs> oh. Um, asked and answered. <laughs> what, a, what a bone-chilling response. I'm picturing like a, a, a harsh Eastern European accent here. <laughs> Like it, the song's got daughters? <laughs> further east, further east. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's good because whether it's meant or not, the implication is, and I can always go back to that time. I can. You've <laughs> always had feelings for me, but I can always find that place where you mean nothing. <laughs> Don't fucking push me, Colin. <laughs> so like I was saying, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> me neither. Um, <coughs> it's one of those. I was gonna. I was. I was going to ask. Do, does everyone know? Like, so Holly, you know how your parents got met and married. I do not know how my parents met. We you don't, don't know how your parents met. Sh- no, we don't talk about that shit. Okay. Do However, you- cartoonishly, you, Tennessean, you think my family is? No, I. I. We don't talk about that stuff. Yeah, Ryan. Do you know how your parents met? I mean, my parents met in fifth grade because they were in school together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They did not did not get married for some time. It was pretty cute. So your father might have. I mean, it's fifth grade. That's still a high percentage puking situation. He could have. Your parents. (laughs) Fifth graders have pretty outside of like in the car. Like fifth graders have pretty strong stomachs. I feel like. Oh. Oh. I, I, it's still like I think it's still iffy though. That's like is are that you asking if your house, is that news to your house? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because okay. like okay. that's still randomly exploding children at that yeah. point. Fifth grade's still kind of iffy, right? Occasionally, your classmates would just you know puke or pee themselves. That happened. Your classmates. Yes, your classmates definitely. Um, Jason, do you know how your parents met? Yeah, uh, at college in Springfield, Missouri. What about you? I do, I do. They they went to middle school together, right, and then into high school. And I think one of the things that really caught my mom's eye was when my dad set the sails of a model ship on fire in a history class while the teacher was out of the room. So I think I think he like they like that was you know this guy's going places. He set the USS Constitution <laughs> model yeah, on yeah, fire yeah, yeah, with yeah, his yeah. lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure, I think Godfrey's talked about this before, but I'm pretty sure he met his wife when he tried to um, mm-hmm. cheat off her work in a Spanish class at Old Miss, mm-hmm. if memory mm-hmm. serves. Um, <laughs> Godfrey, Godfrey's origin story with his Spanish? wife is incredible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, because that, yeah. that was the second, I think that was the second time they met, and the first time he was working at a bar. And I can't remember the order, but yes, it's one it, of those. In, in some order, it's like he was a real shitbird to her at a bar where he was working. None of it will surprise you if yeah, you know anything yeah. about Godfrey and how thoroughly he has outclassed himself in marriage. Correct. Um, but, yeah. There, was, there like, was definitely a point where he was like, I'm an idiot. And she's like, I, oh, I'm aware. I do know that my maternal grandparents got married in Las Vegas. They had not been dating all that long. Ooh. And my grandmother told me that the night they got married, they went to a Harry Belafonte concert. And she told me unprompted the following. If Harry Belafonte had asked me to come home with him that night, I would have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Nana. This is the same grandmother yes. whose Wi-Fi password is Paul Newman. So she Which, rules. I like your grandma a lot. She's so great. Yeah. 
Which, you know, your grandma, she's right. That's the most, that's like, like the most attractive man ever born. Yep. Paul yep. Newman. Yep. Um, all right. Jason, will you handle the youth pastor selection? Ryan, I had a sense you put this one on here knowing I'm... <laughs> So that, it would, that it would draw your attention, yes. Well, I just went ahead and claimed it because yep. I'm going to be reading it anyway. Uh, so this comes from, I think, a different Daniel. We have several Daniels here. I was a youth pastor and took my youth group to church camp. While there, I met this cool volunteer who was assigned to a cabin with the girls from my youth group. For three days, we hung out platonically, i.e. ate lunch together in the cafeteria, played on the pickup volleyball team together, etc. The evening of day three, she asked me to go on a walk together and told me she was interested in dating me. I, a 24-year-old youth pastor with very limited experience, both of the life and relationship varieties, was totally blindsided by this confident declaration. I responded as I assume any normal person in my place would have. In a slightly bewildered voice, I said, thank you. <laughs> then I gave her a side hug, that's right, and went back to my cabin. Oh, honey. Six months later, I took her back to that spot and we got engaged. You're goddamn right. <laughs> Attaboy. That's right. That's how you do it. Way to pull out of the skid, the, Daniel. The now, we're going, now we're going to give her the side hug for real. <laughs> Been married seven years now. Thanks for finally forgiving me for being a romantic ignoramus back then. No, nah, buddy, you still are. She loves you anyway. This is fine. Thank you. What Thank a side you. hug that was. <laughs> Honestly, this it's, is the... It's uh, better than this changing is, the subject. Yeah. This is the kind of youth pastor we want. <laughs> You're right. Like... <laughs> Like, there are, there are lots of ways for versions of this story to end. This is, like, the most wholesome one possible. So, good. Oh, 100%. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to share this one from Jackson because um, it involves a situation that does not oh, improve once I the had a feeling. I had a feeling you would pick this one. I'm glad you did. Yes, because I do. It, I, yeah. I have some knowledge of this place. My now wife thought that I was kidnapping her on our second date. <laughs> What part of Louisiana does this take place in? Oh, it's Tennessee. Ah, fair for, yep, okay. The Tennessee part of Louisiana. So the unfun kidnapping. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the, the unsolved mysteries kind of kidnapping, <sighs> yeah, the, not the, the wacky less, Cone the Brothers less kind fi- of kidnapping. The, the non-fiesta yeah. kidnapping. Yeah, this is a this is a yakety sax free kidnapping, right? Like, you could probably kidnap me if you played yakety sax the whole time. I'd probably go along with it for a while. How would we get your big ass into a van? It, Dancing, if you played Yakety Set. <laughs> Festive. Um, Folks, you know what he looks like. Best of luck. Also, I, if you said, like, hey, there's a cool dog in here, he'd just get in. <laughs> oh, God, you're right. I would, in and, turn, probably leave be the cool, by dog, a cool in dog, there. dog I was already hanging out with. <laughs> you leave the dog in there, and then Spencer's occupied for the entire ride. Into the van. What is that, buddy? Roof. We didn't even tie Roof. him up Roof. for five days. We didn't tie him up. He just had a cool dog and no food, and he was fine. I'd be like Bob at Bob's Burgers when he's just hiding in the walls. He's like, it's nice in here. I'm going to stay here for a day or two. It's fine. quiet. It's quiet. I was really excited to take her to the Loveless Cafe, but thinking it was this cultural landmark everyone would know, I didn't want to ruin the surprise by telling her where we were going. I'm just going to say the mistake was second date surprise. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like fifth date surprise. Sixth yeah. date surprise. Second date surprise. There that, are people out there who don't like surprises at any time. That's true. That's true. Um, the, the second date but surprise. But you can't know that early in a relationship, so why not take a chance? Yeah. <laughs> take a chance on love or being abducted by a stranger. Um, if you've driven to the Loveless from Nashville at night, it feels like you're going straight to the middle of nowhere. That's correct. It's off Highway 100, not far from that trace. It is 
Uh, it feels like the middle of nowhere. It feels like a crime scene. And I will tell you this. Okay, open the door, the door of a car at high speed and rolling out of it is going to be an amazing story to tell at your wedding, though. <laughs> like, when did you know she was the one, buddy? You should have seen the way she shielded herself and like landed, like rolled into her shoulder. Yeah. Covered her face with her arm forearms. She, yeah, she memorized my license plate Terrific so they could track me down form. later. It was amazing. Yeah. That's how we got together. The police found me. If you, uh, when we did finally get to the restaurant, I hopped out of the car and went over to open her door, and she refused to get out. When I looked confused, she pointed to the enormous neon sign that said "Loveless Motel." First of all, I want to state for the record that the Loveless Motel, the sign, if you have not seen it, go ahead and Google it. It is a neon sign that looks like the Bates Motel murder sign. That's that is what fair. it is. That for is those fair. of us who know what the Loveless Cafe and attached motel is, ah. A wonderful sign of nostalgia, right? Yeah. An indicator of right. future ham and biscuits in my, you know, coming at me. Uh, for anyone who has never seen it, it is the word "loveless" in terrifying neon in the middle of the night. Welcome to Death Inn. It's a restaurant. Yeah. Don't it's worry. Like, I'm pretty it, sure this sign still advertises like air conditioned rooms. Correct. Yes. Is, is yeah. this like a very Tennessee thing? I don't know anything about. It's that. a very it Nash. Very, it's a very Nashville thing. It's a. It it's is. a. Yeah. It used to I don't be know a motel. About either of these things. It used to be a motel. It they got famous for I think their biscuits and fried chicken and they opened a restaurant and now it's mostly a restaurant. But if it said, if it said Loveless Motel, the thought that pops and in your head. This is red neon. By red the way. neon. Yeah. This is yeah. bright red neon and, and, and pitch but, black. And darkness. I imagine like pitch black Tennessee night. It's dark as fuck. Like thirty minutes outside. It's not in yeah. town. It's not no. in Nashville. It's a drive. Yeah. No, it's far enough that I think it would be what police would call plausible deniability about <laughs> on, your I'm location gonna, that evening. Hang on, I'm just going to... And a busy highway, right? Saying, hang on. So um, the, is it a motel slash cafe? Or are these it's a motel with different? the attached... It's an attached cafe that uh -huh. has kind of outgrown the motel. Now, now you go to it as a restaurant. I don't even know if the motel part right. is I'm still... Gonna go, okay, thing, yeah, but. this is... Um, I mean... This is God. This is past Bell Mead. This is yeah. It's like, out there. Yeah. You're you're on the very. So the thing about this is this is uh, I just mapped it from like Vandy. It's like half an hour from Vandy's campus, right? Here's yeah. here's but here's the thing about here's the thing also about where it is. Like by the time you are down there, the area around the Loveless Cafe backs directly up into the darkest, dankest woods you've ever seen in your yeah. life. Yeah. Um. It like, imagine a real like imagine there was a drive-in movie theater that wasn't a movie theater anymore but in fact it was a lovely italian restaurant and you decided i'm going to surprise my date by taking her to an abandoned drive-in movie theater because i know it's a lovely italian restaurant mm. Mm -hmm. that's essentially the vibe that happened here got it thank you yeah relationships are based on communication nobody was yeah Nobody would assassinate you at this Italian restaurant. <laughs> I don't know. That's what happens with the best ones. Yeah. There's yeah. so many movies about that. <laughs> right. The Charnel House. Isn't this a fine idea for a restaurant name? The Charnel House. Yeah. Um, Read the last line, though, because this is what really is delightful. Yeah. So, yes, this man is sitting here looking and going, why don't you come out to the murder hotel in the dark with me on our second date? <laughs> Give me date? the bat, Wendy. And he's grinning. Like, why wouldn't <laughs> I'm you? I'm not going to hurt like you. Like a crazy person. Put the lotion in the basket. Right. Once I realized what I had done and offered a good enough explanation, we both laughed and went to dinner. Talked <laughs> his way out of that one. All right. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I want to hear more about that. My wife insists to this day that this went much better than our first date. What the fuck did you what? do Sorry. on your first it's, date? Axe throwing. The, the word I'm focused on here is much. 
not just better, much better. <laughs> Good story, Jackson. <laughs> it's rare that we want a sequel, but the pre- the prequel, to be clear. Mm. That's amazing. Like, was the first date like, so I thought I would take her to the murder hut. <laughs> the murder hut located three hours outside. I made a reservation at Abandoned Hospital. And yeah. wouldn't you know it? <laughs> hey, Server, can you play Matt in 405 from Oklahoma City? Uh, hey, Server. Uh, unlikely win. Uh, the first photo I ever showed my partner of me um, was my sunburnt, smiling, uh, intoxicated mugshot photo from uh, Muskogee County Jail. We've been together for four years. I like that. Um, first of all, I like that uh, the address of server. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. As if, as if uh, cutting out the uh, the middle persons and going straight to the straight to the boss. Smart. He's talking to the boss. Yeah. Take notes, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Greasing a few palms. This is how you get in. <laughs> Damn, you were in jail in Columbus. Mm-hmm. What do you, do Wait, you think what? the sunburn was in related to? Do you think the sunburn was related to the arrest or incidental? He's from Oklahoma City, so I'm assuming I'm assuming it's the oh, other. Oh, okay, so it'd be the other one. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, what? Do you think the sunburn was related to what? the arrest charge was or is it just happy accident that he sunburnt in this are we sure shot? this jail has a roof Ooh, interesting mm. Mm, that's a good question jail al fresco that would make a romantic italian restaurant <laughs> again this is the opposite of what we were just talking about places that sound romantic you have imprisoned that are my not. heart though <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take you to burger jail <laughs> That's what I call my tummy. We're just combining these into like <laughs> Then I let it out state. for good behavior onto your shoes while I'm confessing my love. Good dogs. I just, I just like the way the man looked in orange. All over. All over. Hey. After, after I threw up on him. <laughs> because I'm in love with him. Go pokes. There's um, been at least right. one person who drunk. Ending up in the county jail, put on the orange robes, and was like, sincerely, was like, Woo, go home! <laughs> That's Clemson orange. It's a wrong orange. <laughs> wrong orange. Um, Burger Jail has made me think of this story from Craig. It's December 2007. I'm 29 years old. I'm uh, on Match.com, and I meet someone who seems like a great fit. She insists on having a date straight away because she doesn't want to waste time on messages <laughs> if there's no spark. So we go out to dinner, and I think it's going pretty well, and I later discover that she disagreed with my assessment at that time. But during the course of conversation, I mentioned that I have a grimace bobblehead on my desk in my classroom. <laughs> she pauses. The context, when her maternal grandfather died in 1995, she could not bear to call her grandmother grandma anymore without grandpa, so she started calling her grimace instead, doing so until her grandmother's passing. At that moment, she decided there would be a second date. We are now married, and the Grimace bobblehead remains prominently on my desk to this day. Very lovely story. Here is how fucked up life is. What if she had decided to call her grandma Hamburglar instead? Yeah. Your yeah. relationship would not exist, Craig. You would not be together. She might hate you. But Craig might have been prepared with the Hamburglar bobblehead. Wow. Oh, that's more upsetting. That is, yeah. Can I, um, I would like to share Andy's. It's very important. The first time I met my girlfriend's friends was going over to her apartment to watch the newly released Gilmore Girls. 
a year in the life. So oh. I put this one in here mostly for Don't servers. Don't fucking benefit. start with me. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Is, there goes I'm, the okay, line Ryan, of the beta okay. cast. I am your accomplice here. Everybody, every like pretty much everybody got one in here. Spencer found the Nashville one. Jason found the Pastor one. The Gilmore Girls one was, in fact, for our <laughs> lovely producer, Michael Serger. <laughs> I've found an important sentence here. The beginning of it. I yeah. showed up drunk. Every fucking story that starts with I showed up drunk, classic. Banger. <laughs> it's like the Pharrell three beat, right? The three count. It's just, it's like the disco flam. You know you're going to get a fire track if you hear <laughs> I showed up drunk. Okay? If you're in a doubt as to whether you're going to have a good or memorable time, just go ahead and get drunk and do the thing. That so way you drunk. can say I showed up drunk and. I showed yeah. up drunk and spent most of the viewing ranting about how terrible Logan is, was, and always will be. Wait, you show up and you target Logan? Okay, yes. Hold on, As a hold drunk? on. It, yes. It's fine to target Logan. It's fine to fucking target Logan. But target Rory as well. Target how awful they both are and how they fucking deserve each other. Server, why do you hate Rory Gilmore so much? Because she's a piece of shit. She's not a good writer, first off, clearly. Wow. Because by the time a year in the life rolls around, she has done nothing in her entire career, ever. Even though her first gig was writing on for the Obama campaign, like on the campaign trail for the Obama primary campaign, when he upset Hillary Clinton from the fucking clouds. And yet she had nothing, absolutely nothing in that time period. That could have given that that she had to speak of that no one even remembers that she wrote about the Obama campaign. I don't want to go any further, but like that's just we can start there. If you, we, it needs to be a whole episode. But Rory is a bad person. The show is about her being a bad person. The show is opposite timelines. Of her mother, Lorelai, the reigning Lorelai, going from a bad person to a good person by the end. Whilst her daughter, meanwhile, goes from a simple, innocent child to one of the worst characters in the history of television. So it's like an emotional portrait of Dorian Gray. She's literally dating a guy the entire fucking series of A Year in the Life and forgets to break up with him. She's been trying to break up with him for six months. She keeps forgetting he exists to break up with him. So she's a full cast listener. That's accurate. Yeah, I was going to say. That's realistic. Definitely a split zone listener. I hope we can all agree on that. <laughs> I'm just working out the math on how to do it. Yeah. They, no, they keep spreadsheets of everyone they're dating. Uh, yeah. She, her first. Big bo- Yale energy. Her first boyfriend ever. They break up. That's fine. He goes and gets married. Good for him. She decides to then start an affair with him. She starts it. Like 100% she starts it. He's complicit. Sure. He's also a piece of shit. But she starts it, and she keeps it going, and she wants it to go further, and encourages him to divorce his wife for her. I mean, she sounds like a centrist Democrat. I, I don't know what yeah, the issue is. Yeah. Isn't there a scene where she's when you, laying when in you bed with like, Dianne Feinstein she's or something like that? She's supposed to be a good writer, and she's writing for the Obama campaign. I was like, ah, speech writing. It's, you know, it's mid. No, 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 no. It's she mid. was covering the Obama campaign. Oh, though. she was covering. She was, uh, she was not writing for it. She was covering the campaign. Oh, so the 2008 Barack Obama primary campaign. She covered it and then got nothing else in her entire career, which means she did a really bad job. So she was a political journalist. Got it. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Andy, thank you for sending that in. I really, 
I really knew That's, this would touch I a like special that you, place. I like that you showed up drunk to her friends. You're like, you know what's going to impress them? Opinions. <laughs> That's that is coming in hot, brother. Feeling like, all right, I gotta, I gotta impress him. Let's. I gotta up. say some things about this thing you all care about. I gotta get it off my chest. <laughs> in honor of our beloved Philadelphia Eagles, okay. Um, <sighs> that and also Go birds. Go birds. to uh, to sort of shift away from the political journalist vibe for a moment. <laughs> Story from Jamie. I ended up going out on a date with a girl after meeting her. At an ECW show. Wow. <laughs> wow. So Holy apparently shit. there was a girl who went to an ECW show, first of all, uh, which uh, anyone who doesn't know, this was a, uh, a short-lived wrestling <laughs> company uh, that was based around, like, the most um, crass ultraviolence you can get away with <laughs> within it Philadelphia was, law. It, um, was, it, was, it was the one that during the Attitude Era, where I remind you, Vince McMahon had his own daughter being kidnapped and threatened every single week, and they broke every single profanity rule on broadcast television. This was the wrestling promotion that was way weirder and hardcore than that. And yeah, you, you could only you, do it in Philly. I, it's, you had, it was only you had legal Mick, in Philadelphia. Mick Foley on national TV attempting to die several times per week. Yes. ECW is what he was saved from. Right, <laughs> EC, ECW, you have like the most popular guy smashes beer cans on his own face. Right, like that's the type of shit going on. Um, John Cena, when uh, when Vince bought ECW, they sent John Cena to ECW for a night, and there was legit worry that he might not make it out. So, <laughs> to find love, <laughs> an ECW show. <laughs> If there was a woman, was a woman at an ECW show, someone's proposing that night. Like, that girl's real. You are the someone's strongest woman I've ever met. The queen, of, the queen of Philly is in the house. Mother of dragons. She's real. <laughs> Mother of birds. <laughs> yeah, this is what I'm into. Keep her. Keep her. <laughs> I love it here. I think uh, this is great. <laughs> This makes me happy watching everyone <laughs> welcome a wrestler by taking styrofoam heads and waving them in unison as a crowd. There are people stabbing each other with forks. This is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I hope I meet a man here. <laughs> my recreation tonight will be trying to find the love of my life while someone rolls around on barbed wire in the ring yeah, in front what, of me. I would love to know at what point in the production... <laughs> she was approached or she approached him uh, probably how many times was she approached before jamie was the the one who stood out because i uh, imagine every single guy in there is like oh uh, that's fuck. a girl what is she doing here cop just yeah just every <laughs> she might be a parole officer what her. if she was Don't his <laughs> parole officer <laughs> twist corrections officer <laughs> I hope at their wedding they did that this was awesome chant. That's all. <laughs> Smashing light bulbs over each other's face. I love our listeners. I love our listeners at all times. I have rarely felt more affection for them than I do after ah, listening to this. That's amazing. Wow. Hey, let's keep this joy train going. Uh Serber, can you play eight one eight Devante in LA? I'm still so angry. What's up? Shut down nation. I got a wild one for you boys and I'm I'm just now getting that love of the college football. So me and my best friend have been best friends since middle school. And uh I decided to go down to the Citadel for his college graduation. I'm from Virginia. 
coastal Virginia, home of the Vicks and uh, Aaron Brooks's and uh, great football talent. Anywho, uh, I go down to my uh, bachelor's graduation, and uh, just long story short, me and uh, his younger brother. Uh, this ain't no call me by call you by my name. Uh, we were both uh, about he's 23, I'm 25. And, uh, you know, we hit it off. First time for both of us. And they're all two guys. First time for both of us. Uh, but the brother got windowed and then the mom got windowed and there were tears. There were crying. There were, oh, God damn it. Uh, and so, uh, me and my best friend's, uh, younger brother, uh, ended up, uh, we fought through it. Now we live in Southern California in LA, uh, and we laugh every Saturday when that scroll comes across at the scores of the city now, because that meant the world to his brother. But also, I'm going to tell you this, if you are someone who had offers, uh, <clears throat> scholarships to go to any school you wanted to, and you choose a Citadel, and that gray, again, I'm from Virginia, coastal Virginia, Hampton Roads, that great means you pick something in your life, right? That's an itch you can't scratch out loud. <clears throat> we laugh when we see the Citadel scroll come across. So now we live out here in Southern California, uh, and we're going to go uh, see uh, Coach Prime <laughs> play UCLA uh, when they come out here next year. And uh, you know, my now boyfriend uh, goes, why do you want to go so bad? And I go, because you have to root for chaos. It's that line in Batman. Sometimes you just want to see the world burn. And brother, we both love to see the world burn. Holly, I swear to God, you couldn't get more in this story. You guys take care and have a great night. He did follow up this story with their mom's favorite dish to make was an egg bake. I saved that boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. I, I really love the idea of just... It's important to have little grudges that you nurture as couples and sitting there on Saturday morning as the game scroll by and watching for whoever's beating the Citadel today and just snickering at it together. That sounds like a beautiful moment. And that is that is one that you have to watch the crawl for. Oh, yeah, you like they're not going to yeah. be like here's here's your your every 10 minute right, update right, right. on the it's Citadel. A, it's special. When it comes up it's special. Yeah. Got oh, yeah, yeah, to say too. That's an itch you can't scratch out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible language. I just want to say this is an incredible speaking voice in general. Half oh, like, yeah. there are times yeah. where I'm like, am I listening to Barry Switzer? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how we beat Texas again. Anyway, Devante very gently threatened me if I didn't play this one on the show, but I didn't need threatening because that was an incredible story with many turns. Thank you for sharing. Do we want to end on that one? I mean, Lane really sure is supposed we... to be Rory's best friend, right? Uh, and Rory goes months at a time without speaking to her at all. 